0: Read a poem. The Border with America has been opened for about a week now. And I have lived here for about a year. And today was the first time that I was nearly run over by a car. And it was a car from Oregon.
1: (laughs) Aw, oh, we're no—we're we're supposed to be such, like, passive drivers.
0: It's because you can't pump your own gas.
1: Well, that doesn't explain why they almost ran you over. I can't explain it at all. Usually, when I see a bad, an aggressive driver, I assume they're from Washington.
0: Removes personal responsibility.
1: <laughs> Guess they go up to Canada to put for bad behavior.
0: Oh, I can't put the dead dinosaurs in my own tank. I've got to have somebody put the dinosaurs in my tank for me.
1: I mean, I actually don't mind it, because when it, the weather really sucks, it's, it's nice to have somebody do it for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, speaking of terrible drivers and also the weather, it looks as though you're wearing an ice pack around your neck.
1: So it's not really an ice pack, because Portland's adorable. There's this group called Mending Block. And it's one of, there are a bunch of blocks they're you know, like black block for, these all grew out of the BLM uh, marches and such uh, last year. So mending block uh, mends people's clothes, but they also uh, were distributing these kits for making your own cooling scarves. And so what they are is it's some cotton fabric with some polymer beads inside that start out about the size of a quinoa grain and swell up to like pinky nail sized when you soak them in water and i don't sweat very much so it's been really nice to have this around my neck to sweat for me
0: oh you humans and your evaporative cooling
1: yeah i can't really do it
0: i'm reminded of those creatures that you put in like flower pots over long term where Mm -hmm. you can soak yeah okay
1: it's probably made of the same thing that these are used in the floral
0: industry one of my chores when I was wee was yard work and specifically trimming hedges uh, for whatever reason. It's like while my dad would mow, I would trim hedges. Okay. And I think it's because I was short enough where I could learn up the, line up the trimmer with my sternum and that was kind of the ideal length. But anyway, uh, and one of his favorite things was a trick that he taught me that I have utilized recently where if you take a wet towel and hang it in the shade, you can come back to it and have something that's like 20 degrees cooler than mm-hmm. what your body is currently do- yeah. doing. And of course, they're both based on the same principle.
1: Yeah. Oh, look. So I learned how to sew in order to make these. So well, the stitchings on them's all real garbage, but you can see I have thread on my microphone.
0: Get I was thread. wondering, I thought that was like a stylistic statement. Like you no. were like, you're trying to create like your own Prince logo or something.
1: No, I just uh, had thread on there. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm Lauren.
0: Oh, I'm Russ. Hi.
1: Hi, welcome to. (laughs) I'll put the music before this. We (laughs) do Or shall we? Shall we discuss like how to stay cool in the 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 hell we're living in
0: now? Our cold open is getting colder and colder. Yeah, except Um, and
1: the world's getting hotter and
0: hotter. So tell us, Lauren, what do you have for us?
1: I have our orchestra. 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 So you haven't got a drum? Just beat your belly. So I haven't got a horn. I'll play my nose. So we haven't any cymbals. We'll just slap our hands together. And though there may be orchestras that sound a little better with their fancy, shiny instruments that cost an awful lot, hey, we're making music twice as good by playing what we've got. And this is another one of those body horror ones where somebody has ballooned their belly out to be a bass drum and has two mallets that they're hitting their stomach with and then somebody else's nose has become a clarinet
0: as one does
1: yeah as one does some weird pinocchio shit going on there
0: (laughs) but no this is i I quite like this poem i like it Um, too
1: it reminds me a little bit of the the song 76 trombones and it's like well i got a kazoo
0: (laughs) and what was your and why have we chosen orchestra
1: well because well covid thinking about music and covid. Uh, now the delta is surging. Um, because music is such a social thing, it's become such a big spreader for covid. Like uh there was the there was the choral group in Washington that uh, was a super there was a spreading event. You know, a lot of nightclubs have been super spreading events. I won't, even when there was that moment where it looked like COVID wasn't going to be a big deal because every lot of people were getting vaccinated, I was still scared to go to indoor music things because I just didn't want to be indoors with a bunch of people of whom I couldn't be sure if they were all vaccinated. Uh, And recently there was something going around on Facebook about people who were playing music together and they were all vaccinated, but like several of them ended up with the Delta variant and none of them were seriously, seriously ill, but The majority did get it and so uh, because music involves is a social thing and also making music generally involves a lot of breathing and it's just such a way of spreading COVID and there were a few times I got to go to karaoke where I just had a great time Uh, but now I'm not sure I would go because now people who are vaccinated aren't safe from Delta and like you know we'll be breathing very heavily
0: it's interesting all of the reasons i like this poem you have just enunciated why i shouldn't like this poem
1: no no you should like this poem it's very cute it's very cute uh it, I, I like the the resourcefulness uh, you know y- like you can't like just having fun with what you've got and uh i recently saw uh, uh a video of patty labelle and dolly parton uh doing a duet with playing uh, rhythm on their acrylic fing- long acrylic fingernails and it was delightful and so there, there are all sorts of reasons to like this poem, I'm just, but I'm just, you know, thinking about when I think of music right now, what do I think about? Well, I think of COVID.
0: In the before times, uh, when I was in college, I played the tuba and in, in middle, well, not just college, middle school and high school as well, because I was a cool kid and had friends. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tuba teacher, which is the best way to start off a nerdy story who once told me that in the absence of all else, humans will always have one instrument, and it's their voice. Mm -hmm. And he was asking me to sing a particular passage, and I was like, I can't sing. And he said, of course you can, you just probably can't do it well. And... Now, you bringing up your point, how terrifying it is that here is something, here's just another shared experience that now must be approached with caution.
1: I know, and music is so innate to humans. It's something that we, that we just feel compelled to do, and we can't, and, like, and it's dangerous now.
0: I will, and maybe it's just because I'm in British Columbia and so much more of the population is vaccinated now as compared to you know just south of the border i almost think i'm in a mindset where you were three months ago
1: right no i think you are it's (laughs) it was it was nice for a sec
0: because now i will just I i had people over to the apartment last night i just returned from a restaurant like and without a second thought because i mean that's kind of the luxury that we have now
1: well, how, what percentage of the Canadian population is vaccinated?
0: The Now, British Columbia, this is going to be a ridiculous sentence, but British Columbia is one of the more liberal parts of Canada. And so our rate is higher than, say, Alberta or Quebec. But let me pull those numbers.
1: I think Canada shouldn't have opened because of Delta. We're just going to be bringing Delta right to your doorstep.
0: 74% have received one dose. Mm-hmm. 65% are fully vaccinated.
1: So uh, for full dosage, that's roughly on par with Oregon. Uh, okay. though I'm not sure everybody... I, I think probably fewer people in Oregon have been full, uh, fully vaccinated. But, you know, most of Oregon's population is in uh, liberal cities. And overall, in the United States, only about 50% of, of everybody has been fully vaccinated.
0: And now I'm looking up areas of British Columbia... Yeah, transmission has fallen to almost nothing in the coastal areas, and now the really high transmissions are in the inland area, closer to Alberta.
1: Yeah, well, we have no such luxury in the U.S. anymore, even in Portland. Our hospitals are nearly full again.
0: It is wild that vaccines became a political hot topic.
1: I'm so grumpy about it.
0: When you're dealing with people that don't truck in facts, like, what argument can you use?
1: Well, they have facts, they have their own facts, and they're not real, they're not true. Yes, those aren't facts. Right, but, they, uh, but if you were to like to say, is something fact or opinion? What is, what is it they try to teach you to identify something versus opinion?
0: Yeah, well, back when you're in fourth grade, and you, and you learn to distinguish a fact from an opinion.
1: Right, but I could say, my nose is three meters long, and that's not an opinion.
0: Yeah, it's not a fact either.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's in the same sort of information category, though.
0: As, some, as something that's demonstrably untrue.
1: As something that can be proven or not.
0: But they it's don't. Not, but 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 that fact doesn't register with a Q-Bert. Like they're no, like no.
1: But they have their own set of provable, measurable things that aren't that aren't real. All of which are
0: demonstrably untrue. True,
1: but True. I guess that's actually not. Uh, I guess that's not really the 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 right way of looking at it because a lot of it is stuff like the government is trying to control you through microchips and that should be a provable or not provable thing it's certainly not an opinion because it should it is like a, a measurable thing either they are or they are not but <laughs> i don't know russ i don't know but i know that the the set of information they're working with is different than the set of, inf- of data that i am working with
0: the phrase, do your own research, and the research is a guy narrating from the cab of his truck. You know, I heard that Hillary found a new pizza place, and we're going to storm the... Fa- oh, yeah, okay.
1: Every time I hear about that sort of stuff, I'm just hungry for pizza. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Well, good news, because I have something that, for once, thanks, Russie, isn't completely related to q <laughs> Okay. So, f- what I bring is the garden.
1: Okay Uh uh-oh uh-oh
0: why am i uh uh-ohed
1: you're uh uh-ohed because uh of the vernacular oh no i was gonna bring that up okay good because this is one of the ones i haven't wanted to touch
0: (laughs) yeah no 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 i will but 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 the thing is i'm from the south
1: right 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 right. yeah well as long as we talk as long as we talk about it it's fine i just haven't wanted to i've just been lazy so i haven't wanted to talk about it
0: oh yeah let's that'll be fun because because i I, I was going to address that but not anyway here we go the garden Mm -hmm. Old man Simon planted a diamond, Grew hisself a garden the likes of none. Sprouts all growing, coming up glowing, Fruit of jewels all shining in the sun. Colors of the rainbow see the sun and rain grow. Sapphires and rubies on ivory vines, Grapes of jade just roppin' in the shade. Just ready for the squeezing into green jade wine. Pure gold corn there, blowing in the warm air. Old crow nibblin' on the amethyst seeds. In between the diamonds, old man Simon crawls about, pulling out platinum weeds. Pink pearl berries, all you can carry. Put them in a bushel and haul them into town. Up in the tree, there's opal nuts and gold pears. Hurry quick, grab a stick and shake some down. Take a silver tater, emerald, tomato. Fresh plump coral melons hanging in reach. Old man Simon digging in his diamonds. Stops and rests and dreams. About one real peach. So, vernacular.
1: Mm. Yeah, the vernacular. That's why I haven't wanted to touch this poem, is I uh, feel awkward about the vernacular.
0: There's a lot of it. I have been told... uh, My um, grandparents were... My grandmother was from Tennessee, my granddad was from Kentucky. And... I have been told that in my still-living grandmother's presence, I divert back to a ridiculous NASCAR accent.
1: Okay, but, like, Shell is from Illinois, and I think the narrator of this poem is supposed to be black.
0: Clearly. Yes. Yes. Which I am not to any listener.
1: Right, and neither am I. So, yeah, he's he's taking on... Shell is taking on a, a persona that isn't his. I mean, it's a... Sw- and he, he's not... The thing is he's he's I don't feel like he's being demeaning in this except for the vernacular. Like there's nothing in this that is fitting a stereotype from the age except for that this person is is a farmer.
0: Yeah. Or presumably or I yeah. mean he could just be someone observing a farmer.
1: True, true, true. Yeah.
0: Like the narrator could be anywhere between speaking age and 99 years old. Yeah. And profession kind of doesn't enter into it. Yeah. Is it problematic? A bit. Is it Shell's most problematic poem? Certainly not.
1: No, it definitely is not. There is definitely one in here that's way more problematic. (laughs) Uh (laughs) No, I mean, I I guess like, no, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be as a white guy. He should not be uh, using a vernacular that uh, is supposed to be a black person. At the same time, I don't feel like it's all that demeaning. No, I agree. It reminds me a little bit of D.H. Lawrence's poem about peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that pulled up right now, so I, I wouldn't read it. But uh, do I dare to eat a peach?
0: I mean, we can.
1: Go for it. All right, okay, I'll do D.H. Uh, Lawrence's. Okay. Peach. Would you like to throw a stone at me? Here, take all that's left of my peach blood red, deep. Heaven knows how it came to pass. Somebody's pound of flesh rendered up, wrinkled with secrets and hard with the intention to keep them. Why? From silvery peach bloom, from that shallow silvery wine glass on a short stem, this rolling, dropping, heavy globule. I am thinking, of course, of the peach before I ate it. Why so velvety? Why so voluptuous heavy? Why hanging with such inordinate weight, why so indented, why the groove, why the lovely bivalve roundnesses, why the ripple down the sphere, why the suggestion of incision? Why was not my peach round and finished like a billiard ball? It would have been if man had made it, though I've eaten it now. But it wasn't round and finished like a billiard ball. And because I say so, you would like to throw something at me. Here, you can have my peach stone.
0: Oh, yeah, you killed that. That was way better than I would have done it. Oh, cool. Lawrence's peach and the garden, like like the apples and oranges too keep Right, the I know. Going. They,
1: they both talk about, they're both just sort of like, oh, peaches. But like, here's a peach, there's a peach. One is a fuck you, and the other one is a, I have a thing that appreciate I'm Appreciate what you have kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah, appreciate what you have, yeah.
0: Though it's not often we can bring up Lawrence on, you know, this poxy podcast of ours
1: so actually the poem i was thinking of <laughs> was actually the love song of j alfred proofrock
0: oh, the- <laughs> oh my god that is so different
1: i know it is so different and i don't want to read the entire thing
0: it's quite long it's very long it's so long yeah no that's a different poem okay
1: wow. yeah I'll just read this one little part. I grow old, I grow old. I shall wear bottoms of my trousers rolled. Shall I part my hair behind? Do I dare to eat a peach? I shall wear white flannel trousers and walk upon the beach. I have heard the mermaid singing each to each. Which is far more similar to... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I want okay. Th- this podcast is now called Spurious Correlations.
1: <laughs> Spurious correlations in poetry,
0: and all we do is relate poems that have nothing to do with one oh. another.
1: No, I feel like okay.
0: I feel like I was reading related. Othello the other day, and I thought of the rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And here's what I was th- no. <laughs> no. I completely see. I'm being facetious. I completely right. see your point.
1: Right, like, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, the D.H. Lawrence poem Peach really just had peaches in common. <laughs> <laughs> Proof rock is a little bit more fantastical.
0: Uh, because well, that was
1: embarrassing.
0: Is, well, because this is unscripted, like we get to go down every al- avenue of hilarity. Yeah, and, but are they oh my God.
1: is it interesting? No. No.
0: But what I is, you know? I
1: didn't think I what I was like that were very interesting until I like heard our podcast when I didn't know it was our podcast. And I at first I was just like, what the fuck is he going on about? And I realized that actually just we are strange humans.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. I was talking to a newly found friend of mine the other day and we were talking about collective nouns. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a, a murder of crows, Yeah, but a Most war of those of are rabbits.
1: just like somebody said something once and now somebody compiling a listicle decided it was the collective noun for that thing.
0: No, I agree. No, you're exactly right. Like, like, they're preposterous, but they're fun in a semantic way. And so, you know... What like, is
1: a group of collective nouns called?
0: Uh, a hegemony? Why? I don't know.
1: That sounds terrible.
0: Um, but so, what is a group of three or more white men called?
1: I feel like I've heard this before. Nope, I have forgotten.
0: A podcast.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, wow, I feel called out.
1: Oh, God. I mean, you do have a podcast with three white men called Hey James,
0: Watch This. Indeed. But no, the, but for, uh, and, and honestly, the reason that I picked the garden today mm-hmm. was was kind of out of a sense of misplaced gratitude because I had realized how, how much fortune I had been taking for granted. And last week, I got a job. Mm-hmm. That's tell wild, me about it. right? I didn't know that. Not only, and, and I, I didn't tell you because I was waiting for the podcast. Like oh. I just got it, and so I was like, "Ah, oh, this will be good air."
1: Okay, tell me.
0: And about it. so I am going to be an instructional designer okay. because my background is mostly in instruction, but I have this weird one-off where I, my undergrad was computer science, mm-hmm. and so they need someone to come in and take all of their online classes and make them engaging in some way. And so my job is to take text and turn it into videos and podcasts and something that's interesting.
1: Wow, that sounds pretty cool.
0: I was so fortunate.
1: Oh, that sounds neat.
0: And I realized just what kind of nonsense. And and of course, you know, the purpose of the garden is, oh, here's all the precious stones in the world. Can they buy you food? Not if you don't have any. And, you know, just just preposterous. I mean, it's, it's a really surface poem and there's probably deeper reads, but... Like... Well,
1: one thing, one thing I think about the poem is there, the all the gems and everything are quite illustrious, but, or I shouldn't say illustrious, well, illustrious, but also lustrous. But like, there is peaches appear in a lot of poems, such as Prufrock and Lawrence's The Peach, mm. because there's something so very sensual about a peach—the smell,
0: nah. the texture,
1: the juice that drips, the yeah the you, you can feel the roundness and the stickiness and the wetness, <laughs> and of course, there's also like these days that we have the peach emoji for an ass, and also there is something kind of vault like labia labia majora about the the peach, and
0: I have heard way more people refer to the vaginal area as a peach rather than the ass
1: right. Right. Well, I mean, the Japanese, the reason why we have peach for uh, for an emoji is the Japanese associate peaches with asses. Momo. Momo. Maybe ask your wife about it, why the Japanese associate peaches with asses. Shall do. <laughs> but uh, I know there was when we were in Japan, there was a rom-com on there. That, with this, the theme song was pretty much the word peach a lot. And it At the end of it, there's like an ass, and then it turned into a peach in the theme song.
0: I currently follow on Instagram one of those Mukara, the uh, the 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 mascots in Japan, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's a peach, but its ass is also a peach, (laughs) (laughs) and so it itself is a large anthropomorphic peach. And most of its popularity comes from not being able to fit its big, big peach sized head through things but then when it turns around its ass is also a peach uh, <laughs> and so please follow a peach on instagram uh, well do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave our listeners I can't, with?
1: i can't do anything more delightful and silly than that
0: well then away you go be safe be healthy follow the rules hey